0: Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. It takes longer, but you see more. I'm talking about the eight-mile stretch on U.S. Highway 30 between the two towns in Columbia County, Oregon, where I served as pastor for six years. Given that call, I drove that stretch a lot at least a couple of times every week, every week of the year, for a little more than six years. Columbia County, Oregon, is a spectacularly beautiful place. There's rolling hills as you drive that highway. There's a channel of the Columbia River to the east, and as you're heading north, there's Mount St. Helens off to the right. Mount Hood is behind you. You can see it on the way home. The beauty is so obvious that you can see it really well even at 55 or sometimes 60 miles an hour. It used to take me about 15 minutes to drive from one town to the next. But one time I walked it. It was a fundraiser for the local crisis pregnancy center And Renee and I and a bunch of people walked that little more than eight miles. It takes quite a bit longer, but you see more. What was interesting to me was what I saw more of. I did remember seeing more beauty, but mostly what I saw wasn't beauty, Now, Oregon, as I said, and if any of you have ever been there, Western Oregon, you know it's a gorgeous place. And it prided itself, probably still does, on recycling, and there's a bottle bill, and everybody goes around picking up trash. Uh, I don't think they were the official state mottos, but at the time it seemed like the two really mottos that embodied the culture were keep Oregon clean and Californians, spend your money and then go home. But when you take a little longer, you see more. Those nice little bridges over which I would drive at 55 miles an hour seemed dirtier and gray. The sides of the road, really, despite everyone's best efforts, had a lot of debris in them. There was that um, picturesque farmhouse, an old farmhouse just to the south. Of the little town of Warren, Oregon. But as you walk by it, it didn't look picturesque so much as run down and abandoned. It looked like someone had broken into it to spend the night. And the streams, to be honest, were simply dirty. Speed is a mixed blessing. Our culture in North America is fast. To us, fast is normal. Fast is good. Fast is a virtue. And sometimes it is. I have no quarrel with that. But fast is not always good. It's not that great for relationships. It keeps them superficial. Fast is often a bad way to make major decisions. We have visitors here this weekend thinking about major decisions. Fast is bad in worship and our devotion in the presence of God. We just read the small catechism. Luther actually takes quite a bit longer than he could have, at least from our point of view. Now it's true that what he has done is taken the whole three-part Roman Catholic thing of confession, absolution, and penance... And he's cut that down to just two, confession, absolution, so he does speed things up a little bit, which is good. It's kind of simple. It's very clean. It's quick. Confession has two parts. First, that we confess our sins, and second, that we receive absolution, that is, forgiveness from the pastor, as from God himself, not doubting, but firmly believing that by it our sins are forgiven before God in heaven simple I can remember as a 7th grader thinking man that was quick thank you Martin wait he slows us down what sins should we confess well I guess all of the sins right yes before God we should plead guilty of all sins even those we are not aware of not aware of oh that sounds right that's quick. But he takes longer. Luther says, But before the pastor, we should confess only those sins which we know and feel in our hearts. <laughs> feel in our hearts? Whole days go by when I don't feel much of anything in my heart. Because it can't keep up with my head or my feet or my day planner. That's not how we do things. But we could, and we should. It takes longer, but you see more. And so Luther helps us. He says, Which are these sins? Consider your place. In life, according to the Ten Commandments, this could take a while. Are you a father, a mother? Are you a son or a daughter? Are you a husband, a wife, a worker? Have you been disobedient? Have you been unfaithful? Have you been lazy? It takes longer, but you see more. Have you been hot-tempered? Have you been rude? What about quarrelsome? Have there been times when I have hurt someone else by my words or my deeds? Stay with me now. Have you stolen? Have you been negligent? Have I wasted anything? Have I done to anyone any harm? takes longer, but you see more. Now, this is not some exercise in self-flagellation or in self-abuse or in spiritual one-upmanship or one-downmanship. It's important. Dr. Luther teaches us on a regular basis to turn off the speed, to gear it down, to take longer and to see things that are really there, real sins by which I have hurt you, real sins that have beaten and bruised my relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You see more. But you know what? I have some really Really good news for you. You see more, but there is no sin that you see that Jesus Christ has not already seen. He sees way better than you do. That's why you confess to Him even the sins of which you are not aware. He sees, He knows. He loves you. He lived. He died. He rose to life forever. And he forgives you. Sometimes it takes a while just to get us ready. It takes the Spirit a while to get us ready to acknowledge and confess our sins. It just takes us a while to get ready. We're not sure we want to face them Part of us doesn't want to give them up. But dear friends, I have some really, really good news for you. That before you were ready to even acknowledge your sins, Jesus Christ was ready to forgive you. Because it's morning, and his mercies are new also this morning. And you may call upon him because he is gracious and he is so ready to forgive. When you finally slow down, it can be hard, it's easier in some ways to live the pace set by the world. But when we do slow down, we see that far too often the world has had its way with us. Sisters and brothers, I have some really good news for you. Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God, and he takes away the sin of the world. Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God, And he takes away the sin of the world. Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God. And he grants you his peace. Now that we're here and we've slowed down, perhaps there are sins that you have seen that are troubling you, that you feel in your heart. I have some really good news for you. From the human point of view, it was James Brower, the dean of the chapel, who appointed me to preach in chapel this morning on the catechism. Although he could have picked someone else, it was Jesus Christ who picked me to come to you and to speak good news into your heart. Upon this your confession, by virtue of my office as a called and ordained servant of the word, I announce the grace of God to all of you, and in the stead and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.